Welcome to the Big Ball of Twine podcast. This is Randall. Today we're going to talk about grasping and clinging. Oh man, what a big ball of twine that is to unwind. So strap in and let's go. All right, let's talk about grasping and clinging today. You might know it better as wanting, needing, ruminating, wishing, dreaming, just going off in your head for hours and hours and hours about whatever. That's grasping and clinging. Grasping and clinging can also be uh, wanting. I want a new phone. I want that person to like me. I want the president to do what I want him to do. I want, I want, I want. And then I keep thinking about what I want and I just go and go and go. It's a little different than needing. Sometimes we can grasp and cling to what we need. Um, You know, we need to drink some water, we go take care of that, right? Or we need to eat, then we go eat. Um, But some needs are just as graspy and clingy as anything else. What's so bad about grasping and clinging? Well, it's not necessarily bad. I mean, we all do it. We all wonder, we all dream, we all ruminate about things. It's really all about how much time we spend doing it. And can we stop doing it? Can we notice when we're doing it and then let go of it? So I know there's lots of times I'll be driving maybe and I'll be thinking about the road and then I won't be thinking about the road. I'll be thinking about, oh, the divorce I'm in the middle of or some form I have to figure out for the divorce or some, and then it just goes and off I go and 20 minutes later I get to where I'm going and I don't even remember half the time driving or maybe any of it. So I think the biggest part about grasping and clinging is noticing when we're doing it and then being able to let go, being able to like quite literally snap out of it. Uh, I know that for me, it's taken years of practice to notice when I'm ruminating and mulling something over for way too long. One of the things about grasping and clinging is that we often go with our own thoughts and our own thoughts are pretty unpredictable and pretty unreliable and only ever go with what our ego wants us to believe and what our ego wants to support so that we continue thinking about the thing that's giving us some kind of reward. So grasping and clinging is about getting something. We get something from mulling something over. We get Maybe we get an answer to what we're thinking about. Maybe we get an answer to a question. Maybe we just get time wasted. And I think that's one of the sad things about grasping and clinging is how much time we spend doing it and it's really wasted time. I think the best thing about learning how to deal with grasping and clinging is that you end up buying more time in your day and you can then worry or think or ruminate on something else because there's going to be another one coming right behind it. Now, there's a difference between ruminating on something important like how you're going to balance your budget for the month or if you want to quit your job or how you're going to get the next paycheck stretched. It's not necessarily bad. It's not necessarily terrible. 
I think the worst part about ruminating is that we never get anywhere. We end up spinning around in a big giant circle and we end up back where we came from, which is without the thing, without the solved problem, without the answer. And I suppose that we need to ruminate, we need to grasp and cling to a point. I think it's just part of the human condition that we're here to do. Um, But I think that really, if we can all learn to let go of some of that, I think we'd all be better off. The Buddha talks about grasping and clinging, and many of the great spiritual leaders talk about grasping and clinging. They just use different words. Um, I think that religion can be about grasping and clinging to ideas, certainly Spending a lot of time thinking about one political party or another is a lot of grasping and clinging. And I think that while I'm guilty of all of those things, I have learned to let go of some of it. I'm not as um, impulsive, for sure, and I'm not as likely to step on my own landmine that I've created because I've overthought something. I'm getting much better at learning how to let go. So that's come from meditation. It's come from uh, lots of reading about grasping and clinging and how we do that, how I in particular by myself do that to myself, and learning how to let those things go. I think the biggest trick is letting it go. A trick that I used to use early on when I was starting to work on my healing and my my journey towards a better place for me, I would sometimes catch myself having a thought of whatever it was, some kind of thought that I didn't, a thought that I really didn't want to spend time in, but I was. And I would picture myself like taking the thought and letting it go out of my hand, like reaching out with my hand and letting it go. And I would say these words, not right now, Thank you very much, but not right now. And just that little bit of breaking the cycle of thinking would often let that go. And it became a sort of a habit for a while. And then I get better at just stopping. And now I feel like I'm in a place where I notice it much quicker. And I notice it for what it is. It's just thinking. It's not productive for the most part. It's just spinning around in a circle and not getting to any sort of resolution. It's not like I'm taking notes and I'm trying to solve a problem. I'm just going around in a circle. So I've gotten a lot better. And certainly there are lots of techniques to learn how to do that. I have my own and it works for me. And I hope that you would look into that for yourself. I think some of the dangerous grasping and clingings Um, addictions or compulsive behaviors or violent thoughts or the need to spend or binge and purge are all ways that we grasp and cling and they're quite difficult at times to get through if you believe they're difficult. And I think part of grasping and clinging is that we believe the thoughts we're having instead of backing away from our thoughts and understanding that they're just thoughts. And while they're running around in our head, they're really not 
making anything happen so we can step away from them and understand more about what they are and not what we think they are. So I don't necessarily have an answer, but I have some guidance that worked for me. I've done some uh, reading through the, the work of Byron Katie, who teaches a lot about looking at our thoughts and questioning whether they're true. And then there's a process that you can go through to walk through your 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 beliefs, your thoughts, and find out if they're true. And often they're not true or they're not dependable. And we can look at those and find a way through those thoughts and reduce suffering dramatically. Uh, meditation has helped a lot. I, I think that's really a great place to go. Um, a daily meditation practice. I, I don't necessarily have a routine anymore, but I started out doing it in the morning when I'd wake up and then I would do it sometime around lunchtime and then I would sit down and do uh, some meditation before I went to bed. And now I don't necessarily do a routine because now I meditate kind of on the fly. Um, with some practice, you can learn how to do that. Or do a sit-down meditation where you have your own routine that works for you until you find that you don't need that routine or you do need that routine and you keep doing it indefinitely. So I would suggest that you take some time to look into your thoughts and find out what makes you tick and what makes you grasp and cling and the things that you grasp and cling at and are they of any value to you? And maybe looking at, are they true? Are your thoughts true? Are they dependable? Are they something you want to base your next decision on? Or should you consider that those thoughts might not be dependable enough to make a decision? So basically, we do this as a practice to learn how to walk away from our thoughts, let them be, honor them for what they are, and then walk away from them, let them go. Well, that's all I have for today. We could go on and on and on about grasping and clinging. We'll probably circle back to it. Just want to thank you for dropping into the Big Ball of Twine podcast. Please subscribe on your way out and share the podcast if you feel so inclined. You can find this on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Feel free to send your comments or questions to bbotpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you, and maybe I can respond in the next podcast. Thanks again, and be kind to yourself.